Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets, no, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese, or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece chicken McNuggets, juicy quarter pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets, no, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with Cheese, or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's, because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with Cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Hey guys, welcome back to We Watch Movie. I'm Mike. He's Jay. How you doing? You sexy fuckers. We try to put some of the stuff you guys have sent us in the background, but some of us doesn't show. We don't have it exactly right. We'll get there. We'll get there. It's a process. Especially like the 76 or said. Yeah. Definitely want the extra large super supreme dildo in the background. It's purple too. Michael Nunya has asked us to review The Beast Within. I want to thank you, Michael Nunya, for asking us to review this movie because I'd never even fucking heard of it. And I'm really glad I've seen it. I've only experienced it in the bedroom. <laughs> we have a tier on Patreon where you can go to and it's called Immortality is Yours. Take it. And what you can do is if there's a movie you want us to review, you can join that tier and we'll review that movie for you. And we'll do it monthly as long as you stay in the tier or whatever. However many, it's not going to happen every single month, but however many months you're in the tier, eventually you'll get a, a review or a commentary or whatever for each of those months. But yeah, so The Beast Within, this movie is about, it's it's dark, okay? It's, mm. it's, it's dark. It goes to strange places. Warning. This preview cannot show all of the terrifying and grotesque transformation sequences from the last 30 minutes of The Beast Within. The filmmakers strongly suggest that those who may be shocked by this unique, horrifying movie use caution when seeing the film. This guy, Dick Jones from Robocop, and his wife are... I'm cashing you out, Bob. <laughs> they have a night out on the streets, and they're going, and they're having a great time, and they're, like, making out and stuff, and he's like... Uh, he's the happiest person ever to get like a flat tire, by the way. Like he gets stuck or whatever it was, and he's just like, I'm just gonna have to run to the gas station. Well, it's their honeymoon, so he has to pretend to be happy, but he's like, if it so wasn't for fucking you, because you want to go to Denny's down the road. Yeah, that would have been a fight in any yeah, other yeah, situation. Yeah, definitely. But he breaks down in the middle of nowhere, and he's like, I gotta run to this gas station to get a tow truck. So he gets out in his suit, and he runs down the street, and his wife gets out of the car to okay, chase so a dog. He gets out in his suit. <laughs> it just be, seemed weird that he was be, running down a Mississippi street in a fucking suit. Yeah, it's like a Mississippi burning part two. <laughs> <laughs> but in this, in this mosh and this muck, she gets out of the car and... Because she, her fucking dog gets out. Yeah, she... Uh, Stupid dog. Ends up getting uh, raped. Like, just straight up raped by this gigantic monstrous beast that you can see is like glands swelling and you don't see the whole beast at first, but he just drags her out and rips like... Rips her clothes off. Rips her shirts off and you see it tits and everything and then you see her moving in a certain way and you're like, oh, she's getting raped. You this know what? This is I not of, fun for anyone. It was graphic. It was kind of graphic for a 1982 film. The way that the, the creature like ripped her blouse off and was just going to town. Because you can, you can see it like mount her and then it was like... 
Oh. Fast forward years later and they have a teenage son who's sick and he's in the hospital and he's having pituitary gland issues. Nobody knows what's wrong with him. And then they're sitting in there and the doctor's like, it's weird, you know, because he basically just told him what it was. He's like, he's like, uh, the doctor's like, it's weird because I can't figure out what's wrong with him. It, it would make sense if you, the father, the biological father, as you say you are, also have pituitary gland issues. Maybe I could figure out what's wrong with him. But you don't. And then all of a sudden, they're both like, it was that time I got raped in the woods. Yeah, and nobody wanted to acknowledge it in that scene at all. There's something inside of Michael. Never seen anything like it before. Something that's been waiting, watching, and growing. Michael? Something evil. I know you're in here. And this boy, by the way, their son looks like Casey Affleck's unattractive cousin. <laughs> he does. He looks like... He's not that bad. He looks like Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance with gigantic teeth. You yeah, know? Just does. these big fucking honkers in his mouth. So this thing is calling back to him. And what it turns out to be, this is a 1982 movie, so we'll slightly spoil it. We won't go too deep, just in case you haven't seen it and you want to. But this guy, there's a whole mystery theme that goes on through the middle of this movie where they go to the town to investigate, to try to figure out who this guy is that raped her, because before, they didn't want to know. Yeah. Now they're like, let's solve this rape case, Scooby-Doo. It did feel like a mystery machine kind of situation, because at one point, um, the husband, Dick Jones's character, get, gets invited for some reason with the sheriff and the uh, doctor to go on this investigative hunt and there's no Scooby but I was like why is this guy just allowed to go to these crime scenes and investigate he's just a husband that was concerned about the welfare of his child but he's now an expert on everything and they're like what do you think he's like well and he puts his foot on one he's like we obviously have to dig up that grave <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Everybody in the town throws dick nuggets at him too. They're yeah. like, mm, no, nah, I'm not gonna take shit. Nobody wants like, dick nuggets unless you specifically order those. It's a Stephen Kingish like Mississippi mix of a town. Like everybody's like, it's a, it's a small, close knit town, and everybody's kind of weary of strangers, and they're all kind of fucked up and weird in their yeah, own so way. Mainly, there's a powerful family that have been guarding the secrets of what's been going on in that uh, specific town for these 17 years. And they don't like goddamn newcomers coming over and fucking shit up. And so they're against him coming in. By the way, the judge is also the mayor, is also your mother's fucking second cousin. Plus, he he probably had sex with your cousin's wife. That, that's what that kind of town is. Like, everybody knows everybody, and, and the guy runs everything in this one town. It's a... Uh, you do get some weird, bad, old-school acting out of it, though. Yeah, like, but so just strange old men, like, doing weird shit in their offices. You, you also have a weird Sheriff Poole. Sheriff Poole has got a, a great mustache that definitely would work in 1975 John Holmes' porn flick. He looks like Tom Selleck's dad who beat him and threw him in the basement and threw Miller Lite cans at him. It is ready to be released. I came back for him. All of them. And now no one... No one is safe. You have been warned. You are dared to remain calm during the horrifying final 30 minutes of The Beast Within. When the kid is trying to warn them, like, I'm gonna change, get away, I might fart, and there's gonna be a lot of sewer spray. It's just a fucked up version he, of the mask. Yeah, he becomes like <laughs> a, a nasty monster, and that whole transformation is... Dude. 
you guys remember the fly with Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. It's kind of on the level, not exact. Like Jeff Goldblum's it's transformation there, is fucking amazing. It's up there. But it got to a point where I was like, stop! Like I was actually getting <laughs> sick to my stomach watching because it goes on and on. Like you would think by now, like come on, like let some fucking things. Come. I thought an eyeball was gonna come through the back of his like you know neck area. He had a vag in his neck. Yeah, and he had a vag. He neck. had a big. It was a dirty, stinky, stink vag. And you didn't know what was going to come out there, hepatitis or a fucking dick. I don't know what's happening, but then there was like his face is all melting and it's like popping up and you're like, oh my God. It's one of you the best. You need to go to the dermatologist. It's one of the best transformation scenes I've ever seen, man. That that was amazing. For the movie, like the movie's like kind of middle of the road. Like it's got this dark feel to it and very macabre, I want to say almost. Uh... With slasher vibes in it, because when the kid busts loose, he goes and kills people because this the spirit. I don't. It's hard to explain. the The thing that raped his mom, his dad, has, is reincarnating itself inside of him. And I'll let the yeah. movie explain all the nuances of that if they can, because it just gets sounds really, like Last Saturday Night. It gets really, dude. It's like a foggy <laughs> night on your way to work. This movie is. Yeah. You just feel around. And you're like, oh, here's a nice piece of shit. Well, it's oh, like it's, like, it's like waking up and being halfway asleep and halfway awake and having to know that you're late for work and you're like, shit, and I'm late for work. Bar drunk, blowing smoke in your face. Everything's happening. <laughs> Like a Spider-Man forgetting Sarah Marshall. She's like, why didn't you tell me you were going on tour? And he's like, well, I didn't tell you I had genital herpes, but it's not inflamed at the moment. Yeah. It's Gnarls Barkley. They wasted their entire budget on the uh, transformation. That was a waste. Well, was no, it wasn't wasted, but that was pretty much where the entire budget went. And it's it's done well. It's it up there with really the best good. I've ever seen. Um, but overall, the way the movie ends and the way that it goes, it goes about with the acting and stuff, you're like... Yeah, you're not really going to take that much, you're not going to take, you're not going to put that much stock in actually, you know, the concern that's going on from some of these characters because it just, some of the editing's off and some of the, some of the like, the way they express their emotions are like, I mean, they're, they're looking for, is the craft table over there yet? I mean, when we say cut, can I go eat my cheese? Like, they, they, it's not really coming across. But again, I don't think they were going for that. I think the guy was just like, let's have fun. Let's make a fucking monster movie, throw back to the 50s and just have a good time with it. Well, when it did stuff, it would do it well, but it would never follow through with it. You almost want to get to the transformation quicker, but most of the movie is this killing spree he goes through. It's almost like brain scan. Yeah. Uh, and he goes around killing people, and there's some interesting horror moments in there. Like one guy, he goes in this old guy's house, and he's just kind of, it reminded me of Michael Halloween 2, the Elrod killing, yeah. you know? Um, he goes to this guy's house and he's just there and the guy is, is just this old-school asshole wearing a wife beater and eating fucking spaghetti. Maybe if I crushed up some saltines in it. Uh, oh, no, that's too pretty to do that to it. I know. Put <laughs> a little of this in it. That makes it real good. Cause he like he's like sometimes what I like to do is punch my meat. I punch it out. You gotta put cornflakes in it, and then you punch that shit out. And he was like, eh? he's like, don't they feed you nothing? He's like, sit down, boy. He kept looking at why squeezing the meat, and he's like, no. Then he did this weird thing. He was like this. He was like, I like mine raw. Like, and, the, and, the, and the boy, the kid was like. How do you like yours? I like mine raw. <laughs>
Makes waiting easy. Like he was like, I was like, here we go. It's gonna get some fucking weird, freaky, fracky shit here. And he was like, and you get the squishy of the meat and the blood. And he was like, you like it raw? I like it raw. And it, and it, and it was just, it was a weird, awkward. I loved it. I thought it was gonna go somewhere it didn't. But uh, the death scenes. They were pretty. They were. They were all right. They. They were pretty uh, drawn out. One dude uh, the, gets involved. That specific death scene was actually pretty decent. Yeah, like, I, mean, I like that death scene. He kind of vampire kills people. Like he eats them, but he bites them on the neck. There's nothing great yeah. about the death scenes. He embalms one dude, which is pretty fucked up. Speaking of uh, great, well, that guy deserved it because he went under that corpse. He was like, Ooh. <laughs> like he saw like a, he saw a dead woman, uh, a corpse, and he's an undertaker. And he was like looking for like kids that he thought had broke into the mortuary, which kids do, I guess. I don't know. That's weird. But he was. Like I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. And then he like, pulls down the the sheet on one, and it's a girl, and he like sees her boobs, and he's like, ooh. He didn't actually touch them. Just went, no, he was like, ooh. he was with the outline, and then I was like, you deserve this now. <laughs> like you're gonna get involved. That guy though, like they're talking about like weird B. It's not totally a B horror movie, but there's these B horror movie characters that that are cool. They just almost don't have their place in the story. Like the uh, the guy you were talking about, the Undertaker guy. Yeah. He has the weirdest, creepiest, like, bowl-slash-mullet haircut, and he's just got the perfect face of a, a freaky fucking asshole. And I love his conversation when they're... Because they find, like, 32 bodies. There's so much shit in this movie that just doesn't tie into the movie. Like, at one point, they find, like, 32 bodies. And it because ties into... Well, I know it ties yeah, into yeah. it, but I'm just saying, like, it doesn't end up really mattering. The writer uh, the, of this movie, he was, like... He was having a good time writing it, and I don't think he ever stopped having a good time writing Tom it. Tom Holland, director of Fright Night. Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man did this. And, uh, but no, but yeah, but he was writing it, and uh, I think that while he was writing it, he was really into it, but there were certain scenes that he was just like, I don't care. I'm just gonna write something in. And now I'm gonna, now I'm into this one. Okay. And, and then, like, shit, I gotta go get milk. I forgot. And then he's like, I'm gonna write this one. Like, it, it, it's kind of sporadic, the way that the, the story is told, because sometimes it's really tight, and, and it's going a certain direction, and, and it's feeling good, and you're, like, into something, and then it goes down really fast, and you're like, okay, the acting got shit, or the script is shit. But it goes back up really fast. It's, it's up and down, but it's still fun, man. I had a good time watching it either way. Um, and, and again, I think what ultimately makes this movie memorable is is the transformation scene and what that kid becomes and what the fuck kind of moment. When he's full on, and there's only a little bit of the movie where he's like full on monster, because I imagine that shit costs yeah. a lot of money. But when he's full on, he's scary. Like yeah. he's fucking huge, gigantic. Like WTF! He's just boils I can't explain to you what he looks like I'm sure we'll show it in the video at some point but he breaks out and goes on a rampage and then they go to find him and then they almost run out of movie Yeah. It's like, oh shit, we gotta find him, we gotta end this shit real quick. My car's getting towed! And then there's another... <laughs> there were some gross, gross moments in it, and, and sometimes the acting fell short, and sometimes the direction of the movie was like, I don't know, I'm in a Willy Wonka shop, let's just go crazy! <laughs> but ultimately, it is uh, anchored by some decent acting throughout, it's got some good special practical effects that they use, and... Uh, for what it is, I appreciate the fuck out of it. I'm going to give it an 8.0. I had a good time watching oh, it. I don't think it's the greatest thing of all time, but I think for a B-horror movie, like, I, I definitely... I, I, it would be one of those things that I might even go back to at some point. Like, I don't know why, because it... it I want to see it again. It I connected do, with me a little bit. I mean, it, it's not like the greatest thing I've ever seen, but still, it was fun to watch, and it's got the gore and the special effects, or practical effects anyway, 
with some decent acting that, that I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of into it. I'm kind of into it. Kind Especially, while well, the ending being fucked up, it does make sense, the way that it, the well, way that it goes. That's what I was going to say, too. Like, the initial rape of the movie makes sense, but then the girl he'd been courting the whole time goes out into the woods, and what ends up being the monster, she falls down, and it's almost, you see what's happening. It's a perfect retribution moment for the family. He, the girl goes down, and he's about to rape this girl now. And for them to come upon him and kill him in that moment would have been the perfect full circle thing for the movie. But no, he just rapes her. And there's another rape scene. He rapes her the exact same he way. Like that. He looked like oh. the music video was like the creep. Like, oh. oh dude, and you can hear him. You see it. Yeah, you see him fucking full on bust the nuts. They do. <laughs> the audio of this movie is fantastic, by the way. Because even when he's transforming or he's about to be transformed, like, dude, it just, it sounds like the world's biggest turd is about to come out of a butt. Like, he's he's actually, when he's transforming, he's like, ugh, ugh, and like shit's popping around his head, yeah. and it, you can feel it. Like, it, he did an amazing job acting in certain scenes of this movie, and, and it really added that transformation. But then when you get to the rape scenes, and you hear him doing that same noise, and you see the monster, it's fucked up, it's not something to laugh at, but when the monster, like, comes, he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they zoom in on his face. It's fucking. I mean, it it's went, like, why it did went, you even go to that place? It went night? straight Fifty Shades of Grey, and like, saw Tim Wow. I mean, it Slipknot. was it was kind of fucked up, yeah. But but know. again, it was the, that second rape scene was totally pointless. And then right afterwards, they shoot him and they kill him, and it's over. And it's like, you just did you just want the monster to rape And then, girl? I, and and then, then I'm not sense. gonna name what, but there's one character that starts crying. Like, why are you crying now? Like, you just, you saw yeah. that shit happen earlier, and it was fucking probably the most grotesque thing that you've ever seen in your life next to a Bill Cosby Jell-O commercial, and you're still, you're like crying now. I actually like Jell-O, so. It's I'm going to give it a 6.5. I'm going to give it a 6.5 because I really, really, like, that transformation scene is the tits, man. Mm -hmm. Like, it's one of the best of all time, top five probably of all time transformation scenes. I've almost never seen anything like it. It legit scared me. It never really fucking focuses on any of the good shit it has going for it, but there's awesome 80s uh, super horror fan vibes going on through this whole movie. So I, I say definitely check it out for that, and I'm really glad I watched it, and Michael Nunya, I'm really glad that you requested it, dude. You're a fucking awesome dude. You've been around the channel for forever, and we super appreciate you. We appreciate all you guys. So. Comment down below, uh, have you guys ever seen The Beast Within? And if not, either way, what's your favorite transformation scene of all time? I think that this no, mine's gonna is be going to fucking top <laughs> almost... Right my, now, I'm going to say this, dude. It was it was nuts. My favorite... No, it's got to be Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. That's a great one, yeah. That's that's the number... Like, dude, that, that thing was so... I haven't seen it in a while. That's so intricate, and the way that it goes about it, like, it's... Oh, my God, that... It's so fucking gross! Yeah, it is. And especially when he starts pulling his fingernails off. Like yes. Slout. Yes. Michael Nunya, thank you so much. And where the fuck did you find this movie? How did you find this? What if you... What gutters have you have you been hanging out with Pennywise again? It, it looked like it's did you float? It fell into like one of the the back porn rooms of the old. Yeah, it does. It's like it's like one of those things that you would pull out and you would smell. It smell like it's, swamp it's ass. It's literally like, got seventies vagina know, man, hair on it. Yeah, he's like, it's a slipcase. Shit, <laughs> I gotta I gotta have something for the party tonight. And you just take it. Come but yeah, on. man, thanks for it. Whatever. <laughs> Let us know, guys. We love your fucking faces. If you're new to the channel, click that subscribe button and get some goddamn wham opinion, Barbara. Everybody thinks they got a beast within, but when they find out, they've just got a cicada hiding in their butt cheek. <laughs> oh, shit, there's cicadas. Oh, we forgot to mention the cicada. We watched a movie. Yeah. We watched a movie. We watched it. We watched a movie. Yeah. You know what? We did.
just a movie. Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets, no, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese, or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece chicken McNuggets, juicy quarter pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price.